everybody, and welcome to All This in the Oscars 2. My name is Sasha Stone. I'm the founder of AwardsDaily.com, and I'm here with three of our editors, Ryan Adams, Clarence Moy, and Mark Johnson. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey there. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi. So Sunday night is the unprecedented, surreal, totally strange Golden Globe Awards, which are somehow going to unfurl. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't know how they're going to be handing out winners. We're going to kind of talk about that. We're also going to talk about what we think might win. I mean, there's like awards predictions everywhere. And you know what the, if you're following this podcast, you know what the generally predicted uh, contenders are. But we, you know, we'll go through ours anyway. We'll start at the top with Best Picture and move our way down the list. Um, but first, we should just give a general impression of how we think things stand and, and how you, you guys think that, that any sort of movies are building any kind of buzz right now and, uh, um, and, and you know, where you think this is going to go, this awards, and, and how you think it's the wins are going to be measured. Like, obviously, we don't have a big room where people are going to jump to their feet when Chadwick Boseman's name is read out. So you don't have that moment of tearful, you know, catharsis where, you know, you see everybody crying, and, and I, I think it makes a difference. Like Human beings are very much um, uh, affected by how they see other human beings acting, and this is why Twitter is the way it is. Um, but it's it's in real life you see them you know, applauding for certain things. Like we used to all of us measure how well a movie is doing by how many people clapped in the room when they say the movie. Like we all used to kind of hang on that. Oh no, a lot of clapping for A Star is Born. Oh no, not very much clapping for, you know, La La Land. And sometimes it would be, you know, an indicator of popularity and sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it would be they clapped for The Irishman and The Irishman wins nothing, you know. Um, mm -hmm. so, and then sometimes we get, we have the, the audience, the viewers have, can form their own impressions to know when someone is bombing when they've won and their, their, their acceptance speech is bombing, you know, mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't have to look at the audience. Right. You don't have to look at the people in attendance. You know yourself that they're not making the right impression. Right. Like Tarantino. Tarantino yeah. last year made a terrible impression when he won. Like that was his opportunity mm -hmm. to really be humble and stuff. And he was exactly the opposite. He acted <laughs> entitled and deserving yeah. and nobody wanted to give him an award after that. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? Clarence. About what specifically? There was a lot um, of things that we covered there. Just. <laughs> um, just what do you think about, you know, how, how you think this show is going to go overall? Like, let's just talk about atmosphere oh. and wins. And how do you think that they're going to showcase the winners? Just well, on I, Zoom? I, I hope, <clears throat> I hope and pray that they have a Golden Globe recipient, a Golden Globe presenter standing outside of their, of the award winners houses like they did at the <laughs> Emmys in like the hazmat suits. Um, because <laughs> that's the best thing that happened in 2020 no. was, when, <laughs> was when that poor guy, Rami no, uh, no, no. didn't, didn't win. And then he looked in out his porch and he saw this guy in his hazmat suit with an Emmy wave. Goodbye. Oh, God, <laughs> like, here it terrible. is. You didn't win. Bye. <laughs> Oh, no. Is that how they're going to do it? That's how they're going to do it, isn't it? And then they're going to have to, like, awkwardly take the statue. I didn't watch the Emmys. I should have. But is that what they do? They take the statue from the person? Well, they take it. They just It's there to give them if they win. If not, they just kind of do their own thing. But um, what I've heard is that there's going to be they will sequester and kind of like or, or have small parties. So, like, the I guess the MAG team is probably going to get together and 
Um, and I, I don't know. They haven't said explicitly how they're going to hand out the awards. I, I don't know if they'll just say you won and and then mail them the award after the fact. They, they've really been very um, mm-hmm. quiet about it. Yeah. So the and, and and the hosts are going to be on opposite coasts, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's another unusual thing um, because, well, I mean, it, I, I guess it could because so that already sort of is a hint that they're going to be remote cameras at different places. But, and uh, you know, everyone ordinarily would show up at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. It would be kind of neat if they if they all showed up again tomorrow on Sunday night, but they just had rent each they each had reservations in different rooms, and then they would have like room service to deliver the the, wow. the, the award to to the winners. I mean, they're all going to be there anyway. Just go yeah. in and dress up, show up at the Beverly Hilton, and get a room, right? <laughs> they're yeah. not. They won't, of course, because that would be strange. Because there there'd be no. They would. There's no opportunity for red carpet or anything like that, but I I don't mind seeing people accept their awards at home. You know, I kind of I kind of I don't I don't mind that at all. It's been interesting all, all year long on the news to watch people um, broadcast from their kitchens and their living rooms and their. Patios so like, this is stuff, how I right? would do it. This is how I would do it. I don't know if they're going to do it this way. Like I said, I didn't watch the Emmys, but do you guys remember mm-hmm. when Oprah used to show up at people's houses? And she'd, she'd open the door and they'd be like, and then they knew as soon as Oprah was there that, the, oh, my God, that was like a really big deal. And, um, you know, or the sweepstakes winner. Right. So I would I would have all the uh-huh. nominees not know. And then they would know who the winner was. And then they would just go to the one door and like they'd all be sitting around and then knock, knock, knock on the one winner. And then they open the door and they say congratulations. And then we get to see their surprise on camera instead of yeah. mm-hmm. them watching the win and then, you know, coming to the door. Wouldn't it be better if, like, they found out by having the door opened and then they were like, oh, no, it's me. You know, then you would see the surprise and that's where you'd get the hit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like that idea. Yeah. And so I don't know how you would do that if they're supposed to be watching the show. But um, I guess they wouldn't be allowed to watch the show or else they'd have to not watch their category or something like that. Well, that's that's kind of what they did with the Emmys, right? I mean, they were watching the show and they knew that a presenter was there and you know they the presenter may give them the award or not right that's was, true that's true yeah. you're right it does i mean well but don't they hear them announce it um yeah i think they did hear them announce it and then the, the person like went there right away you know they were within yeah. but they heard it announced live so if i yeah. was doing it on camera i would go now let's see who the winner is and i would show it on camera i wouldn't even announce it i would just say you'd just see him knock and then you'd see the person open the door and they go oh Amanda Seyfried won, and then you'd see her reaction. Everybody would find out at the same time. That's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. That would be very Oprah-like. It would be funny. It would be. Uh, the thing about it, though, how many people who are being nominated for these awards have a front door that you can just walk up to? Yeah, I thought about that, too. <laughs> situation. I mean, you sort of have to arrange with the person to have the – to have some pe- to have the camera crew or the people have access to your to your house or to your front door in, in the first <laughs> to place. the gate. Oh gates. my god! Can you imagine like Amanda? Right? I mean, you've got they got to be inside the gate. And well, like so what strange. if you lived in that'll, a foreign? That'll be the if you were in a foreign country. How are they going to do that? You know, like they're going to be because like Elle Fanning, I know from watching that V deal, <laughs> was <laughs> was in some foreign country, and she's going to be up at like you know. The wee hours of the morning watching this. She's not going to win, probably. Maybe she will. I have no idea. But 
you know, so it's like you'd have to, that would cost a lot of money. It would be a very big, big production. I, I So given that, I mean, if, if they don't do what we're talking about, are they going to just have them win on Zoom? And then they're going to have like an awkward thank you and that'll be that or... Could be. Did, did, are, are we are we assuming that nobody is going to show up in 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 the in the in the ballroom no, area at not. all? No, are they not? they're not coming to that. No way. Oh, nobody's they, coming. Uh, that's presenters. Where, um, the presenters. Amy, yeah, Amy okay. Poehler will be there. And the presenters right. uh -huh. there. Right. And Tina Fey is going to be in the Rainbow Room. And the presenters. The presenters will be there too to present, but the winners won't be. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. I did see the only clue that I've seen is I saw Amanda Seyfried on her Instagram have a picture of a little baby's tuxedo. <laughs> oh, she's watching it at home. That means she's, and they're going to dress up in a tuxedo, a little baby. Isn't that so cute? Oh, <laughs> I think it's cute. That means they're all going to be dressing up. Oh, it just breaks my, so she lives out on some farm in New York. Like, so, so somebody's going right. to have to like be hunched over in the cold waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Amanda Seyfried. Right? Because they have Amanda. to be sort of, they have to be undercover. You can't be look. you can't look, you can't glance out your window and see somebody, a car parked outside because that'll be a giveaway. <laughs> Well, you I know. think well the way Clarence is saying it is everybody had to wait who was potentially a winner. Come on, they're gonna have to tell them in advance, right? Like yeah, it's probably in advance and just like a Zoom thing, like you mentioned. Or, uh, I mean, one thing you could do is fly some like drones over their house and just drop the uh, globe right right on the doorstep. <laughs> That's such a great idea. Here she comes. There she goes. She's coming out. There she's coming Parachute. out. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> or some guys like I got the Just Amanda mail, mail mail packages to all the nominees and tell oh. them not to open the packages and some of the packages so some of the packages would just have a brick in them and because you have to have the weight right it has to be the right weight but the other package will have an ask, actual golden globe inside of it Oh, no, this is so bizarre. I was talking to, I was doing an interview with the Wall Street Journal the other day. <laughs> no, but I was, I was talking to the Wall Street Journal. Um, uh, actually did two interviews with the Wall Street Journal for some reason. But the first one was, um, you know, I was talking about, he was asking me about Chadwick Boseman and he was saying, you know, how are they going to be handling the kind of delicate campaigning that you would do for this? You know, and I was trying to explain why I didn't think it would need any campaigning because it would be such a big event in terms of him winning. And and uh, and the whole time I was talking to him, I was imagining it being in the theater in, you know, what would be it be like if Chadwick Boseman wins and everybody stands up. And it took me so long during that conversation to realize, wait a second, that's not going to be happening. You know, it's uh -huh. not like when right. he wins, people will be winning for him, but there won't be a big unless they're really good at producing and they've figured out exactly how to to make this a special moment. Like they could show a room full of his family members watching that he won and jumping up and screaming and yelling and being crying. And, you know, that mm. that would be a way to do it to sort of build the enthusiasm. But without that, you know, you're going to really miss out on what that would feel like to see him win something posthumously like that you know mm -hmm. um not to bring down I, the mood i, I kind of think <laughs> i yeah right that's the, the whole <laughs> thing is so sad but I, that's why i sort of think that instead of having a family members involved that they may have a fellow actor someone else from the movie except for him if he wins because they would 
they would be they would convey the emotion in a, in a in a way that it, it wouldn't be putting a an amateur family member on the spot. In this, you know, that, <laughs> that would be kind of awkward. you amateur. <laughs> Get that amateur <laughs> well, off camera. I don't camera. know how to say it because I mean you know. It's just, it would be kind of, I don't know. You'd be out of place, I think. I don't. I, how did they do? Who who accepted the award when Heath Ledger won? Does, I do, don't do remember. remember? Did, was it? Uh, um, Not Michelle Williams. Was it Michelle? Okay, right. I yeah, don't remember probably. if it was. I really don't. Yeah, I, think was, I, I think it was Michelle. Yeah. But but that would have been a case where you know you would have gotten. I mean, well, you guys, we can't underestimate the standing ovation. Like that's a really big deal in mm. awards speak. Like that, that's I think why uh, Parasite won. It's one of the reasons why I think Parasite won Best Picture was that standing ovation at the SAG. I think that really, um, you know, it really makes people feel something. You know, and that's really what what it's all about. Is if you feel something, you're gonna vote for for this thing. So that's why I feel like with this with this this Golden Globe situation, it's gonna be really hard to understand that. Like for instance, um. I see all these idiots on Twitter mocking Mank, you know. That's my cat purring, by the way, if you hear that purring. Um, oh. She's just in this kind of wants to sit on my lap while I'm doing um, But, you know, like they're mocking Mank in such an annoying way. Like, it's going to go home with no Golden Globes. You know, I just see this going on on Twitter and I'm thinking, you know, it doesn't really matter because Mank is the kind of movie or any kind of movie can win in this scenario um, because it's so such a closed system, you know, it's not depending mm -hmm. on crowds and things like that. Um, and that makes a difference, you know, with uh, when Jim Cameron won for for Avatar, you know, it really made a difference that he that he won the way that he won and the way the crowd reacted to him. Um, they weren't happy to see him win. <laughs> and they were especially not happy to see Catherine Bigelow lose. But we're not going to have any of that. Right. We're just going to have straight, mm. you know, handing people awards and just sort of being happy about that. But you're you're not going to get that feeling of like who's who's popular in the room, you know, and suss out how how what impression they're giving. You know, like, for instance, Glenn Close, when she won for the wife, I think, at the Globes, didn't she? Yeah. And then she didn't win the Oscar. But that, you know, I thought, wow, that's such a big deal that she won. But but maybe if you're in the room and you're watching her win, you're not really thinking, wow, that's a great win. Like, you're not thinking that feels so good. You're thinking, eh. you know, but mm. on TV, maybe it doesn't feel like that. You know, if it's just on camera, maybe it, it takes away something. And so you're just looking at the performance. Um, are we overthinking this? <laughs> And we, there's nothing to do except overthink right. it because we, you know, there's we, we we're All trying to imagine time. what it would be like, and I really can't even imagine. It's going to be the the most interesting part of the show. I think I'll. If I if even if I didn't follow awards at all, I would want to tune in just to see how they're going to do it. That would just even if I did had never seen any of the movies or cared about any of it, I would want to. I would be curious about how they handled it. Mm. And I'm still, I mean, that's going to be one of the most fascinating parts to me, unless unless the fascination ends within like the first five minutes when you realize that it's not going to be fascinating at all. <laughs> it's not going to be anything fascinating about it. This is going to be, oh my gosh, this is like a, a three-hour Zoom call. Oh, God. No. That's another thing, too. I mean, uh, if, you, if it's on Zoom, a Zoom-like situation where you see more than one face on screen, mm -hmm. When people are giving 
Well, it's just there's not as you say, Sasha. There's not going to be any any opportunity for any reaction shots at all because you can't be cutting to other people who are at home on Zoom <laughs> randomly. You know that would be so bizarre. That'd be strange. <laughs> it's like Jeffrey Tubin. He's like <laughs> cut to Jeffrey Tubin jerking off. No wait, cut away, cut away. <laughs> I'm hoping for something like that. Actually, <laughs> something really embarrassing. I didn't. I didn't. Last, I'm come up. I, I I bring up the rear when we do our predictions. I'm I'm ordinarily like the next to last or the last person to to add mine to the post. And I didn't look at what you got, what you all had done, Clarence. I did use yours as a template because you oh, and God. I are a lot. We're we're in line. We're 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 aligned a lot. But I ended up hardly using any of your of your actual predictions. But I did use your format to to fill mine in with. I think <laughs> okay. we matched. I think I I think I left about like five out of your all out of your choices. But I ended up when I then when I looked at the way that it you, that it was arranged on the on the site, how much of an how many outliers I had chosen. Yeah. Like I'm all by myself in several categories. That's Nobody good, else though. chose what I was choosing, and I, I think I ended up I ended up naming Mank in four categories to win four categories, oh. which of which it will not, but I mean, yeah. who can, I'm I'm going to say it anyway, because <laughs> why not? I love it. This, okay. this year, I did. I, I tried to go out and predict the weird things, like the 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 left ball wins, or left field wins that they are notorious for. Like, yeah, they like Sandberg a lot, right? And if they can't decide between Lin Manuel Miranda and Sasha Baron Cohen, are are they going to? Does does that fall to that third person? And they have. He has been nominated before. I mean, they, they love Sasha Baron Cohen, too, but there may be some sort of, well, I'm going to vote for him in Chicago 7, so I'm not necessarily mm. going to vote for him in musical comedy. And right. maybe they don't like Hamilton as much as, you know, I just, I tried to look at it like that. Like, I'm all over the place in a lot of these places, and I'll probably be very, very wrong. But um, I just, to me, when you look at the Globes, you can't say, oh, he's the Oscar frontrunner, she's the Oscar frontrunner, no. so they're going to win the Globe, because it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't happen like that. No, because it doesn't, it doesn't end up becoming, that, it doesn't ahead, bear fruit. You know what I mean? Like Bohemian Rhapsody won, right? Right. Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. Nobody predicted it would win and it won. So you never know when the, you know, it is a mistake to think if it wins the Globes, it'll win the Oscars because most of the time it doesn't. Most of the time it wins the Globe and then it doesn't win the Oscar. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. The... the the two things that stand out for me that differentiate the Globes from the Oscars is the number of people involved. You've got 80 members of the of the Hollywood Foreign Press, and you've got close to 9,000 members of the Academy. Right. So the so those people don't talk to each other and get and meet over lunch and decide and talk about who they're voting for, so that they sort of get together in blocks and vote for people. But it's entirely the Oscar people, I mean, the, the Academy members don't. But it's entirely possible to get all 80 members of the Hollywood Foreign Press in the same room together and have them to be talking about who they're going to vote for. So they can sort of like the memo can go out between them about who they're going to decide to vote for, much more so than any group that we know of. And another thing about the, the Golden Globes is that with the winner's with five nominees among 80 people, someone can win the Golden Globe with only 35 people voting yeah, for exactly. him. Yeah, exactly. You, you can you can win a Golden Globe with only 35 Seriously, individuals. Seriously, like one person could be the deciding vote. Right. Yeah, 
Exactly. Uh-huh. You know, but okay, yeah. so let's go through the best. Let's go through our categories. We're a little bit slow to get started. It takes us a while, but we will get through this. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so best picture drama. Um, this is the theory. Okay, we, we assume since they gave Steve Jobs a bunch of awards, which then went on to not get as many Oscar nominations, oh. that, that they love Aaron Sorkin. And we, mm. we assume that because of that, Steve Jobs, what else could explain it? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So now we have Chicago 7. Now, my instincts tell me, I have it predicted for Best Picture, and we'll go around with each of you and see why you predicted it. But but my, my feeling is that it won't win. Um, and, and that's only because the movie itself doesn't seem very globe-friendly to me. It doesn't. Like, I could see uh, the father... Or promising a woman almost winning um, that prize over, but I'm still predicting it because that's the group think and that's the idea. He loves Aaron. They love Aaron Sorkin, and it's the big Oscar movie, and it's Netflix. Like the thing you have to understand about the Globes and the Oscars overall is that Lisa Tayback is on Netflix, and she is the most, I would say, persuasive and powerful Oscar publicist in town. There's nobody that tops her. She, it doesn't mean that she wins every time, but it means she is very good at her job. Mm-hmm. And so if she, if she knows that Chicago 7 is the movie that can, can win here, she's going to have pulled out the stops to make sure that happens. So go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's kind of my line of thinking behind predicting it to win because I feel like Netflix, Netflix is torn between Mank and Chicago 7. I feel like Netflix... You know, they looked at that SAG, the, the lack of a SAG ensemble mm-hmm. nomination for Mank, and they think it can't win Best Picture. Right. But they think Chicago 7, the, the, the common thought is that Chicago 7 is going to win SAG. So they're thinking maybe that there's a narrative to start, and they want to, I'm not going to say they buy the win, but they heavily market the win to the um, Hollywood Foreign Press. So that's right. why I went with Chicago 7. Yeah, and okay. I, think, I think that's, you know, this year's a little different than any other year that we've had recently, at least. And, you know, they, I think the Globes are going to have as much, eh, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, it feels like the Globes could have more influence on Oscar voters than normal because they don't, they're not going to have DGA and PGA in time. Right. 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 So that's what, that's where I would say this, this would be a smart, uh, I think place to throw a lot of weight toward your film. Although when we made that argument in a, in a podcast and, and on a um, and on a post, I think it was your post, Sasha, somebody commented and um, said that you guys are wrong. They have two days to think oh. about that. And I'm right. like, fuck you. Right. No, they don't. Think... They get their votes in early, man. Yeah. They don't sit on that shit and wait. You know, they don't. Most of them don't even realize that that's going on. Like, I, my argument is they don't even know that they're being influenced. They just are being influenced because that's how yeah. buzz works. They don't sit around and go, oh, I'm going to look at the DGA list. They don't. But but through osmosis, mm. they pick up what are the popular films. It lends prestige when they see that. And we already kind of know what the main movies are anyway. We know more or yeah. less what's going to get in. We just don't know what's going to win. We don't know how those votes are going to go. Um my problem with the Chicago 7 is that I watched it again recently or tried to, and I was having a really hard time with parsing the January 6th with this movie. It, it was just getting in my head, and I'm wondering if other people are going to feel that way. It's not a clean line when you're watching it. You're thinking about other things. You're disturbed a little bit about them advocating for vi- political violence after what just happened. Um, so... 
I don't know if that's going to make a play. I don't think it will necessarily yeah. at the uh, at the Globes, um, but it might on down the road, only because people are so traumatized by that 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 I'm not sure that they're going to be so amenable to this as if it hadn't happened, as if January 6th never happened. I think it would be an easier sell. Um, in terms of just the movie itself. However, that mm-hmm. said, it is, a, yeah. it is a winning film. I mean, the acting is great. The writing is incredible. Um, and so, you know, it could just win on that. You know? Go ahead, Ryan. Remember, uh, a month ago we were saying how, or or two months ago we were saying how, how lucky and fortuitous it was that Aaron Sorkin had written a movie exactly. that would that would coincide with the summer protests. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that he was he had really hit upon the zeitgeist. But that zeitgeist totally changed on That's January right. 6th, didn't it? It did. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. That all the protests suddenly weren't so 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 noble anymore. Well, even not and, those protests. That, like I think you can still separate them, but I think that. I, I think people are feeling traumatized by it, and I think mm-hmm. that that's going to have right. an effect. Because mm-hmm. they're arguing yeah, for, I'm, I'm, you know, sorry, go ahead. For sure, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that it would seem really lucky last year that he he had written a movie that that touched upon things that were happening in in the news, but all of a sudden on, on January sixth, it seemed like he was really unlucky to have written a movie about any kind of violence right and even though these um, things are totally different and we know they're totally different it's yeah, still of course. it's, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. still the same thing it's still clarence we were talking about on the last podcast you know we were talking about how abby hoffman was a real you know he was a real disruptor like that generation really wanted to upend the administration and that's what i was telling them mark and 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 um, clarence was that it's one thing when trump is the president <laughs> it's another thing mm. when the Biden administration is is in government, mm. right? Like that, and then mm-hmm. this movie is about it's anti-government, it's anti-administration, it's anti-war. Um, right. I don't know that it'll make a difference one way or the other, but I did notice when I was watching it, even I, and who was a lot more sympathetic to those Trump people than most people are, even I was feeling like, oh, you know, like, uh, just mm, um, a little bit odd about it, and I. I can honestly say to you, I don't think that that is going to be as big a deal as the fact that it's an all-white cast. I think that's a bigger driving factor um, this year than the movie itself, than the subject itself. I think that if I were Aaron Sorkin and I was Team Netflix, I would I would be upfront with this stuff. I would be talking about it very directly in terms of vis-a-vis January 6th versus the mm. protests over the summer. I would meet it head on and I would find a way to advocate for this mattering you know what i mean like this matters this is important this was fighting for something that mattered Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise i think people are just maybe going to start to feel like they have to shy away from it a little bit it's not going to make them feel good when they vote for it you know that's really the key but i could be wrong i'm just I'm, i'm not trying to wreck the movie's chances i'm just trying to suss out that particular part of it that nobody seems willing to talk about really um I'm still predicting it to win. I don't see how it doesn't with all those those uh, those categories. So, do, is anybody else predicting anything other than Chicago Seven to win? I predicted Mank. just to be, yeah, just because one, I'm I'm aware that there were some people the last time that we did the uh, the uh, the Oscar chart that some people were saying that you guys always always choose the same things and <laughs> I don't, I don't I don't I, and I, not that I'm trying to just be contrary. Yeah. But it's easy for me to like a, a lot of different things, and so why not just do something different? Not just not just to be, not just for the hell of it, but because I genuinely do think 
Mank is a superior movie to all of the other nominees this year. I genuinely do believe that in my heart. And so it's not, mm -hmm. I'm not being false about it by choosing it. I don't, I don't know that the, anyone else in, for instance, in the Hollywood foreign press is going to feel that way, but I'm not really trying to do accurate predictions anyway, because I'm, I never, right. I'm, I'm not very good at it. And so I might as well just go ahead and, and throw in a wild card. I love just, that about you, know, you though, because happens. you know, yeah, if everybody else gets it wrong, you get it right. That's my no gods, no glory prediction yeah. is Mank winning. Yeah, what, I, I yeah. will say one thing. Like I said, I didn't look at anyone else's predictions when I made mine. I was surprised when I did finally look at how it all uh, um, uh, fell out on the page that no one at all had chosen Nomadland. None of us out of the five of us, five of us chose it. Even though it's been like we talked about all year long, there's been a front runner. And none of us chose it. So, so they don't, I didn't pick it because I don't think it's a Globes type film. I don't think they go for anything right. subtle and quiet. Right. That was that was kind of what I was going to ask you guys. Um, since I know so Sasha, Clarence, and I all picked Chicago Seven. What what would be your second choice be if if you don't think Chicago Seven wins? Mank. Mank. And that's only because mm -hmm. I know they love David Fincher. Yeah. So. Okay. They, you know, they nominated Gone Girl and they gave him for the social network. I know they love him. And I, oh. I do have a suspicion it's going to win something, but um, I didn't want to jinx it. So I didn't predict it. But, but I like <laughs> Clarence has him for director. And I think that that's a right. possibility. But I just don't think they're going to pass up the chance um, to give it to a female. Um, so I don't think I that. Think that I think Clarence is really on to something because I think that as much as 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 a lot as everyone respects the trial of Chicago Seven, I don't think there was anything actually that outstanding about the direction of it. To me, it was a, it was a great screenplay, great good acting, um, good everything, great look and everything. But I, to me, it was a very pedestrian direction. Personally, I know that not everyone agrees with that, but um, that's one thing you can't say about Fincher. He's never pedestrian. No, for sure. And they love auteurs. Right. Mm -hmm. More yeah. often than not, they will give it to an auteur. And um, they, right. exactly. And they, it's their most nominated movie. So, yeah. Despite mm -hmm. what Eric, the Oscar ace, is saying, he thinks it's going to be a big loser. And it might be. I'm prepared for that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but what, why I didn't pick Nomad Land is that I think it's going to win the Oscar for Best Picture. And so I don't think it's going to win the Globe. Um, mm -hmm. I think it could win the Globe. I just don't think it's their vibe. Like, what do they know about, no. like, van people in, you know, the yeah. Midwest or whatever? Like, mm -hmm. That's a very American that's, thing, you know? Yeah, that's why I was curious what your number two is. I, I'm leaning more toward, I think, uh, Promising Young Woman yeah, would be my same. honorable mention. I feel like that's going to do a lot better than people think. I could be wrong, but I feel like yeah. it could win screenplay and stuff like that. You know? I think it could win director, mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's oh. that's. That's kind of why I didn't use the the sort of quote unquote the female card for director is there are three women there. Yeah. And I think Emerald Fennell and Chloe Zhao could probably pull a lot of votes between the two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's probably a contention that just loves David Fincher. And that's why I went with Fincher. I think mm -hmm. that that's a good that's a good theory. That's a really good theory because, you know, like the Globes, they, they don't live in the same sort of you know, universe that we do in terms of, and we know that from how they've picked their winners over the years. Like they're not really looped in so much with, um, um, you know, it's really for them. I think it's more about, you know, how, you know, like you have to understand, like how did some of these movies win? Some of these movies that won the globe, it's, 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 it's odd. Like 1917 won and, 
the Revenant one and Babel. Remember when Babel won Best Picture? Mm, like, yeah. they have kind of odd taste and uh, they're hard to suss out and figure out. And you know that, like, going into this, there's publicity kind of cozying up to publicists and movie stars. And we know that there's a lot of that going on and which studio they like. And, you know, there's there's a lot of this weird politics. Um, there is no way that Mank is going to go home empty-handed. I would eat my hat if that happens, just given the prestige of Fincher. Mm. And I know the Irishman did too. Yeah. I get that. Mm. You know, and the Irishman was, you know, the Irishman. But um, and I understand that. And it's possible it will go home. I, I just don't see it happening just based on the movie itself. Like, I think it's mm. got to win something. Key, key word, you say there's prestige. I think the Golden Globe, I think that's a trademark that they they like the, they like the feeling of prestige. And they like the pedigree and they like the gloss and the glitz. And they rarely don't choose, they rarely choose winners that don't have a, a, f a fair amount of those qualities. And, you know, Mank, yeah, and, exactly. And Mank isn't the Irishman. You know, it's not that kind of movie. Right. It, it is very... Yeah. You know, it is in its own way kind of European. Like, I, I just love Mank. I mm -hmm. can't believe it. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's do Best Actress. Um, I, I have Carrie Mulligan. Anybody else have anything other than that? I, I kind of have a weird Andre Day kind of feeling, like she might upset, but what do you guys think? I have Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, we all went Carrie Mulligan, it looks like, on the site. Oh, we all did? Oh, okay. yeah, did we? Okay, yeah, yeah. we did. So the only other ones I'm looking at Gold Derby and the only other ones people have are um, Viola Davis, possible, and yeah. Frances McDormand. Um, I, I've seen Promising Young Woman like three times now, and every time I watch it, I'm more impressed by it. I, I think it's yeah. such a good movie, and I, I think that it's going to keep picking up buzz as we head into the Oscars. Um, so I think that the buzz will start here. If it doesn't win any other major awards besides Best Actress, I think it's going to definitely win Best Actress just on the strength of the movie itself right now in awards in the awards race. It could also win screenplay, could win director, could win picture, could win all of those. Yeah. Um, and be the shocker heading into the season, and people would be really surprised by that. But but it. Could I've end. predicted it for screenplay. I have it predicted for. I'm. I'm. I think everyone else looks like chose yeah. Chicago Seven. Because of the Sorkin factor, which I am, you know, I'm silly. I'm ridiculous to uh, ignore that. But I did went ahead and, and chose Promising Young Woman for screenplay. It's definitely possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, it's going to be an interesting thing. Like, are they going to split up the awards or are they going to give one movie everything? Like, that's remember when they gave La La Land everything practically. Mm. So, you know, mm. if they did, they won like a record number of Globes. There's some years where the Globes are, are more right than the Oscars. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Mark's heart is all broken right, over right, La La Land. Listen, I love both movies, okay? God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love, I, I love both movies. I prefer La La Land. <laughs> La La Land just came in at the wrong time. At the wrong time. You know, oh, that was just... Okay, now we get to Best Actor. We're going with Chadwick Boseman right across the board. Some people at Gold Derby have Anthony Hopkins. I think that, Clarence, you have Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. a, a friend of all of ours who will remain nameless because this person was horrified when they said this said <laughs> the Globes are not going to go for Chadwick Boseman because they get too much out of seeing the recipient. Mm. Like they get so much out of actually having someone there. Right, in an ordinary year. Yeah, I mean, mm, and, and maybe mm -hmm. there's an, an emotional narrative here. I just don't think, 
given the lack of of black members, I just don't think Ma Rainey has <laughs> has has settled with them. So I, I ordinarily would agree with you, and I. But can you imagine the poor Globes after that horrible statement they had to make, like not awarding Chadwick Boseman? But um, Anthony Hopkins has never won a Golden Globe. No, see that. Wow, it. has he? Oh, yeah, I see. And I'm looking. I, I was actually just now looking in, looking it up because I, I thought surely he had. He did get the Cecil B. DeMille Award right. in 2006. He's been nominated one, two, three, four. It's like eight seven times. or eight times. God, eight so, times. So here's the won. thing: the mm. father is also nominated for best picture. Yep. And Ma Rainey's not. So right. I, it's nominated for screenplay. Did it get? It got screenplay too. No, right? it didn't. Mm -mm. Uh, so it got something else. Didn't get director. Didn't oh, get screenplay. No, it did get screenplay. It got nominated for screenplay. It did. Sure? Yeah. Hmm. Promising Young Woman, Mank, Chicago Seven, The Father, and Nomadland. Yeah. No, I it's... meant Ma Rainey. Did Ma Rainey get? Oh a... no, 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 no! I was talking about the father. Okay, no, see, so that proves my point. Like that, the father yeah. has a lot more cloud heading into the race. Right. So. Seems like it. But and I don't think that um, Olivia Coleman is going to win supporting actress. Like a lot of people do. No, um, it's not going to happen. But not poor Glenn Close. They're not going to screw her over again. <laughs> but here's the thing: the uh, the the two other posthumous Oscars with um, Heath Ledger and Peter Finch both won the Globe first. So that's why I have him predicted because I, I think that um, if it's going to be one of those things where he wins all the way through the season, then he's going to have to win this award. I actually have I did I did not predict this because I uh, I don't know why I didn't, but I actually think that there's going to be a narrative that starts with this, where Riz Ahmed wins the Golden Globe, Riz Ahmed wins um, Screen Actors Guild, and Riz Ahmed wins the Oscar. Mm, that could happen. Um, yeah. Can see that he's building a lot of lot of good goodwill and good buzz. It's so much buzz right now. Like so I, actually, people buzz. aren't even talk, mm. talking about Chadwick Boseman that much. No, and and mm. and Sound of Metal, you know, it, it's one of the ones that I know it, it, our little poll doesn't matter because it's just a little poll in our readers. But but there were movies that did really well in that, and one of them was Sound of Metal, and and Soul did really well, and Promising Young Woman did really well, and so you can you can feel when people really like a movie. And to mm. me, Sound of Metal and Promising Young Woman are the two I hear more about than anything else in this Oscar year. Like people just really love those two movies. So yeah. there's a chance. I mean, we you know we don't know everything. We always think we know how it's going to go, but then one thing can spin it. But my thing is that if Chadwick doesn't win, it's going to be a pretty big deal, and uh, and I think it'll lead to a lot of press, and I think that'll you know, make people want to change their minds about how they vote. If that's the case. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, mm -hmm. he, he'll win. For Ma Rainey, my only problem with that is that I just wonder how much people actually like the movie Ma Rainey. You know, like, do they love it? And, or do they love the father? And if, uh, so, so so let's just say if, if it was a norm, normal year and they were all coming in and poor old Anthony Hopkins showed up at the Globes, you know, this old guy, I feel like they would probably just give him the, give him the Globe because he's there. But since he's not, you know, in person. But you know what, Clarence? He doesn't mm -hmm. have any many more chances to win at this point, you know? More than Chadwick Boseman does, of course, because Chadwick Boseman would never <laughs> have another chance. But um, 
but that's true. That's something to factor in. So why don't you just, which do you think is the, actually the better performance? Like if you had to answer that, which, which, which of the two do you think is the better? Me? Um, yeah. uh, gosh, I think Chadwick, God, Anthony Hopkins and Chadwick Boseman. I mean, I think that's Anthony Hopkins, probably his best performance, but I also think that's definitely Chadwick Boseman's best performance. And it, there's something about, I've talked about this before. There's something in, Bozeman's performance that is so primal that that rage against the the the, the rage and emotion of somebody who knows he's dying mm-hmm. and and that is not acting that is that is a, that is primal it's a primal performance is what it is and uh I would say Bozeman is probably better but Anthony Hopkins is is flawless too so it's like saying you know it's it's a Sophie's choice thing <laughs> that maybe that's a terrible analogy but <laughs> Mm. Um, yeah. I, everyone has seen The Father but me so I can't comment on that I'm looking forward to it but I haven't seen it yet so mm. uh, I, I, I missed an invitation or, or something I didn't get the, the screener invite Yeah. but uh, I believe you guys that it's the I mean if it's his best performance then it's something really special because he's given so many incredible performances over the year over the years I mean, they've nominated, they nominated him in 1979 for Magic, that, 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 that haunted ventriloquist. I, oh I love that movie. I can't believe he's never won a, a Golden Globe. That's insane. I know. Yeah, it is. Crazy. He's great in The Father, and The Father is a spectacular film. It really yeah. is. But the problem with it is it's, it's funny because The Father and Ma Rainey are both plays. And so voters don't often respond to the to the plays. So it's funny that they both are mm. are plays. But yeah, does Father feel like a play though? It feels yeah. less like as a play as, than um, yeah. than Ma Rainey. I would say. Right. I, would argue. I was gonna because Ma Rainey is very theatrical. But I, I don't know if the Father is or not. But so. Yeah, I mean, if you're going by just the idea of people whose English is not their first language and um, trying to understand a plot. I would imagine that they would respond more to the father than to Ma Rainey, and they might not get a lot of the subtleties in, in Ma Rainey. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like the momentum is with Chadwick. It's hard for me to to vote against that, but I think the father is a really good prediction. Um, so let's move on to best film, comedy, musical. Um, I see that all of you guys, do you all have Borat? I have Hamilton winning that. I have Hamilton as well. Uh, I had Hamilton also. Didn't I? Yeah, I, I meant to. Yeah, I mean, look, I, Clarence and Marshall had Borat. Okay, right. Yeah, Borat's the going consensus over at Gold Derby, but um, and because they love Sasha Baron Cohen, so it seems it seems mm. and it has so many other nominations, right? Supporting actress, best actor, so it seems like it would be um, be a good bet. But I just I can't vote against Hamilton. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you know the greatest musical of all time like i can't do it so i you know you put hamilton in there and it's going to win it's not going to the oscars but that's how i feel how about you guys yeah that's, that's mm-hmm. why i feel the same way mark i noticed yeah. you see you have a note on yours on movie city news you did go you have you split your you split the difference you voted for you've chosen two different things on two different sites why is that i did that not- too no, I, had, oh. I I think that was supposed to be Sasha's note. Oh, okay. The <laughs> have, note have, comes after. Okay. Yeah, I think it's mm. just in the wrong place. I have I have it okay. on. I have Hamilton on both gold okay. uh, right. gurus yeah. as well. No, yeah. I did I did that. I I'm I made a mistake. I I, I put okay. I think I have 
Borat, or, or one of those things. I have a different person on. Oh, I think it's actor. yeah. I think I think Gurus. You had Borat. Or I have on Gurus. I have Lin Manuel Miranda. I think winning Best Actor, and then here I have Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Okay. So moving on to Best Actor, I picked Sasha Baron Cohen because. I picked him in two categories, um, actor and supporting, because I think he's going to win one of those. I just don't know which one. Yeah. So I picked mm. both. So I got one wrong. <laughs> Did you and I went, with, I went with neither for him, so I'll neither. get one right, maybe. <laughs> so who did you pick for best actor musical comedy? I went with Lin-Manuel Miranda oh, okay. for Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, if you get a chance to get him on stage, like how could you pass that up? Although we're not having a stage. We're not on stage, yeah. We're not on stage. But but it does seem like how could you pass that up? You know, he's such a yeah. huge legend. Everybody loves Hamilton. So it's, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's hard to resist picking it there. Yeah. Um, okay. And Clarence, you went with Andy Samberg. Yeah. I did because um, because they've awarded Sasha Baron Cohen before. I think he's going to win supporting actor, and um, I can't vote for Lin Manuel Miranda because, as much as I love the show, I actually think that he is actively terrible in it. <laughs> like I just, it just, just like Sasha, you can't vote against it. I can't vote for him because I, I, I just don't. I, I just think he's really bad. I just think, and the camera. And being that close to him makes it worse. Like he's not he's not a great singer. He's not a great performer. He's a brilliant person. He's a brilliant creator, but he's not a great performer. And he's blown away by Leslie Odom Jr., by David Diggs, by literally almost every other person on that stage. Yeah. And it just I just maybe this is how they reward it. I don't know. And maybe they just they vote for it. And maybe it resonates with them in a way that I don't think it will. But Andy Samberg gives a truly comic performance. So that's yeah. that's why I uh, I went with him. Plus I love they, Palm Springs. Yeah, people seem to really like that. I keep yeah. hearing people say how much they, it's you fun. know, it's building up the buzz on the back end. Like it's not, it might not be an awards movie, but it's definitely um, something people really like. And he's funny and get it. Well, see, again, like we don't have a live show. We're always predicting these yeah. things based on there being a live show. But they'll get him on camera. Yeah, He'll be I know, and but... very, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I, I took, um, it's like one of the greatest uh, things that ever happened to me was when Emma turned 18. I took her to see Hamilton. I took her to see the original cast, flew her to New York for a couple of days. And we watched Hamilton and then we flew back and... It was like she really wanted to see it, and it was, you know, obviously, like, the greatest thing ever at that point. I didn't know any mm. of the songs. I hadn't seen it. But um, but my thought was, when I watched it, was like, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda isn't very good at this. <laughs> Why isn't he? But he, he seemed to me like a director who was watching the other actors, but he wasn't really fully engaged in his performance of it. Um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's how I always felt about Seinfeld. On, on everyone else on <laughs> Seinfeld was so good, but Jerry was just always kind of like watching everybody else. He was yeah. just he was amused by everybody else. He, yeah. he never tried to be a character. He never tried to act. Yeah, but it's not the same thing, of course. But I mean, it's the same situation where the creator of the show has a has a an, a distance from it that the other actors don't somehow. No, I agree. That's um. 
it, that's that's true. And so, uh, but I the only reason that if I did predict him, which which I I didn't, but if I did, it would be because um, just his name recognition. You know, like just the fact mm. that Lin Manuel Miranda is such a legend, and they certainly know that. Um, they don't want to have it be in their history that he didn't win, and like Sasha Baron won for Borat. Like, like See, that's the thing for me is I I agree with you guys that that Lin Manuel is not is, is not outstanding, but he's so much better than Borat to me, so much better than Sasha Baron Cohen to me. I just don't I don't care for either of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. I mean, I, they, I I laughed at them, but but in in I just don't take. I just don't find them very challenging or very or even very anything that's very difficult about them. They seem like such. They seem kind of easy to me. Yeah, I hear that. Um, okay, so uh, let's move on to best actress okay. musical comedy. What do you think? Um, we all have, I, I actually have Michelle Pfeiffer winning this and nobody else does. I know. And I know that that's a, that's the only, that's a, as bold as I was willing to go is, is, um, is, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. What do you guys think? The, the, the I almost is, did that. I, I, I actually was on the verge of, of choosing her, but then at the last minute I thought I'll just be really on the, on the fringe and go ahead and choose Rosamund. Cause I do, I really do think she's outstanding and I care a lot. I, that she, I, I, several times I wanted to not watch the, the whole movie. I just got sort of like fed up with it, but she kept me riveted to it. And, and, and I'm glad that I stuck with it. And all because of her. Yeah. I think Michelle Pfeiffer is a good pick. I know yeah. the golden globes have a history of, really loving their movie stars it seems right so mm. i think that's an interesting pick i that, that's actually one i haven't seen yet uh french exit so i couldn't really weigh in on that but maria baklava bakalova or however you say her last name mm. it sounds like uh, i'm greek and it sounds like baklava whenever i try to say it <laughs> which is one of my favorite treats of all time oh my god it's so um, good it's yeah. so good how could they my put great, all those my great aunt came off the boat from greece and she made the best baklava when i was a kid it was amazing oh my god wow um, <laughs> sorry no it's um, so good though you guys have you ever had that that's like pistachio oh, it's and sweet pastry oh, yeah. puff pastry yeah. mm, it's delicious oh it's so good so that's that's what she reminds her name reminds me of, and that's why I voted for her. Here, well, she's so. <laughs> she's definitely the favorite over at Gold Derby. Everybody's saying she's going to win, and I imagine that's because she has a, a Globe um, a SAG nomination as well, and so they feel feel like she's got a lot of power coming in. And I think that's well, definitely think, possible. You know, I only I think, pick Michelle because she's a legend. Right. And she's, and she's been nominated eight or nine times, and she has not won since 1990 for Fabulous Baker Boys. I think, what helps Bak- I think yeah, what helps right. Baklova, too, is, you know, Borat's showing up in multiple categories, whereas I don't know that – did French Exit get any other noms? No. Or I, I, <laughs> I hear a lot mm-hmm. might have gotten on her, mm-hmm. too, right? I know. I don't know why I'm picking her. Like, it's a really crazy thing. It's not well, a smart prediction. I don't think it's bad. Well, she's amazing in it. I mean, it, it, she's yeah. so much – like, the movie's not as good as she is in it. Like, her – she's just – Tremendous in it, I think. Yeah, I would yeah. love. She's the best more. thing about the movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My hands yeah. down. I well, also feel like I, I, they would relate to that movie a little bit more than your average person because it's 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 European, you know, and it's a very European sensibility, and they they have that, you know, they're, they're not. 
Um, but but I really think the main reason is because she's such a huge star. And um, uh, but but you know, in terms of the Oscar race, like I I haven't really looked up their winners um, in a while. But I feel like they, they there is a part of them probably that votes sort of leaning into the Oscars a little bit. Yeah. And if they don't think Michelle Pfeiffer has a shot and they think Maria Bakalova does, then, then that might tip the, the scale in, in uh, Bakalova's favor. Yeah, they usually do vote for somebody who at least gets nominated. I think the only time that they've broken from that recently was last year when they gave it to Aquafina, who right. did not have any real, I don't think, Oscar heat. Yeah, I, I haven't. I'm, I have a blind spot because I haven't actually seen Borat. Oh really? Uh oh. Oh really? Okay. You know what? I just noticed too because I was curious. I've been. Well, one thing I do is that since we've been talking about how since we started talking about how many times Anthony Hopkins was nominated, I've been clicking on everyone to see if they've been nominated before and and for what and so to get into a gauge of how much the, the Hollywood Foreign Press likes them. You know what? Um, Sasha Baron Cohen won. Best actor for mm-hmm. the for the first Borat. Is he going to win two two Golden Globes for two Borat movies? Is he really? That's he would good... be the first person to ever win for the same role twice. Yeah, that seems like a, a, wild, a t- it? yeah. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem right to me. Like who else is dominated? Is there anybody else that could take that besides him? Besides um, Andy Samberg? Let's see. Um, Lin Manuel. And Lin Manuel. I think yeah. that would. Probably, if I had thought about that, Ryan, if I had looked that up, I probably would change my prediction. Just you because know, I don't think they're going to pick both movies, but I could be wrong. If in terms of my burn the world down person predictions, it, it would be amazing if James Corden won for the prom and film Twitter would just <laughs> implode. Like there would be a silent like. <laughs> Why do they, do they not like the prom? Oh, they don't like James Corden in that role because he's a straight man playing a very effeminate gay character. Oh, he's straight. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, Sasha. Yeah. I, I honestly, <laughs> no, I, mean, didn't, yes, I didn't know I, that either. I'm laughing, but I don't. I, don't, I feel the same way you do, Sasha. I'm surprised that he's straight. Wow, well, that is very surprising. I didn't surprising. know he was straight either. Yeah. I don't know why you'd put a straight actor in that role. Like that. That's crazy. You don't need to do that. I mean, why would you do that? Um, okay, so. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would like that too. I, you know, the thing about the Globes, and I kick myself every year, and I've been doing this for twenty years more, is that they always pick things you don't think they're gonna pick. They never mm-hmm. go the way people think they're gonna go, and and yet we're all still kind of frozen in in place. Like we we still continue to do what we do, even though we all get it wrong, you know. Mm. Um, so it does pay, I think, to take chances. Um. If Maria Bakalova wins, it's sort of going to be like, who cares, right? But if Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. wins, and I was one of the few people that predicted her, like, that's a big deal. <laughs> but I think Rosamund yeah. Pike could just as easily win for that. You know, she she is a better publicist. Even though it's unlikely that, I think it's unlikely that Sasha Baron Cohen would win two Golden Globes for the same role. It's not unlikely that they that they they do like those movies because Borat, the original Borat, won best picture comedy musical that year it was their it, it won the big thing it won the big prize mm-hmm. so they do like the borat movies obviously and baffling to me but they do the first, <laughs> the first one's pretty awesome I mean, I'm a big the fan first one is i like the first one better than the second one yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the other, other, only other choice for best actor in musical comedy is Dev Patel in Personal History of David Copperfield, which was excellent 
Really, really. Oh my God! Please win! Please win! Like I hope he wins. That would be the best thing ever if he won. I think. Yeah. I love surprises like that. Mm-hmm. So actually, Borat. I don't think Borat won. From what I'm looking at, I think it was Dreamgirls won the comedy musical. Did it? Okay. I maybe. But, all right. That's what, well, at least that's what Wikipedia okay. has. So no, but he but he won Best Actor, didn't he? Yeah, that? he won Best yeah. Actor though. Okay, oh, okay. so moving it on. Was nominated. It was only nominated. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, moving on to Best Supporting Actress. This is a tough one. So I have Glenn Close winning, bringing it home. Bring it at home for my hillbilly elegy. <laughs> what do you guys think? I think it's Amanda Seyfried for two reasons. I don't think, um, I don't think hillbilly elegy didn't show up anywhere else. Um, right. They love like close, right? But I, this one, this reminds me of the year that um, Natalie Portman won for Closer. I don't know why, but I, they do like to go with the younger actress doing mm-hmm. things that are sort of outside of their um normal or expected range um and i think uh i think mank has to win more than one so that's that's mm-hmm. weak arguments but uh <laughs> no i love it i think it's great i hope it wins i hope she wins and she didn't win the sag i i'm not doing my dil- due diligence um in my chart building this year i i it should be, but I should look at how many Globes winners have won without the SAG uh, nomination. I, I don't know that we have had the same sort of extended time period, so to even make that call, but I wonder if that makes a difference or not. Or, or not. Like, did they look and say, she didn't get a SAG nom, so we're going to give it to, to the one person who did. That that does generally happen um, in the awards race, like as soon as somebody misses a nod, it takes them down a couple of notches uh, to people's minds. But, um, but. Well, I don't think Regina King had a SAG nomination. Right. And then she won the Oscar. And right. then she, for um, Beale Street. Right. I don't think mm. I'm checking it right now. Before no, you're I... right. She didn't. You're right. I can tell you without even looking. No, yeah. she didn't. She only has one Screen Actors Guild nomination. That was for Ray. Right. No, she didn't. As part that. of the ensemble. Right. So there you go. That that proves it right there. It's possible. I hope she wins, but Amanda Seyfried. I love her and Mank, and I love Mank, and anything it wins, it will make my night. <laughs> I so. predicted her, too. I, she was my – Clarence, you and I both are on the scoreboard for her. So I got Glenn, Glenn Close would be my second choice. She would be my second choice, even though you know I'm not especially fond of that movie, but she would still be my second choice to win. Who did you predict, Mark? I can't remember. Yeah, I also went Glenn Close. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at uh, at uh, Movie City, um, not Movie City News, but Gold Derby right now, and it's definitely split up. A lot of people seem to think Olivia Coleman's going to win that, which I think is so strange, really. Gosh. Well, she's mm. never lost a Golden Globe. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, she's like four for mm. four or something. Seriously? Yeah. 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 Mm. But it's that's, mostly that's... mostly TV, right? Uh, for no, the, for the favorite. favorite. Yeah. But that's just one. Then the other ones have to be three. She's three for three. But oh, not movies. Oh, yeah. she has a chance for five for five, I think is right. what I read. She has yeah. two nominations this year, which That's she's not right. going to win for round. She's a great actress. I love her. And I won't yeah, be sad if she wins. She's great. Fantastic. But but I don't think she's going to win for this. I, I can't imagine somebody not giving it to Glenn Close after what she how she performs that. So what if Jodie Foster wins? <laughs> uh. 
I know you don't like Mark Marin, but that that podcast with that he does with her that dropped earlier in the week or earlier last week is she is so fantastic. I, yeah. I could have listened to her talk for three hours, and there's very few actors that no, I would seriously, listen to talk I love her yeah. too. I, I I have done very few interviews in my life, but one of them was with Jodie Foster, and I I cherished every minute I got to talk to her. She's so smart. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, anybody could win this. Honestly, this this category uh, I think is wide open. I even think Helena Zengel has a oh. shot with News of the World. She's really good in that. Um, mm-hmm. And Universal has some pull with them at the Globes. So, you know, it's not totally out of the range of possibility that Helena Zengel could win. Um, I, you know, there's there's a woman on uh, Gold Derby named Joyce Ang, and she's really good. She always wins almost every contest. So I always go, when I go over to Gold Derby, I always check out who she's picking, you know, because she... I don't know what it is about her, but like she's just really smart about predictions. So she's very she leaves her emotions out of it, and she she almost always wins because Tom O'Neill sends us around who who won, and we all congratulate the winner, and it's almost always Joyce. <laughs> so <laughs> she she has Glenn Close out front, and she has Amanda Seyfried at three. She doesn't always get everything right, you know, but I I kind of trust her instincts a little bit. I didn't make my prediction based on that. Um, I only made my prediction based on the fact that that Glenn Close is building momentum for having never won uh, the Oscar, and I think that it's gonna her her momentum is gonna start here, and I think she'll win the SAG and then the Oscar too. Yep, that's my thought process as well with this. Yeah, um, she she did win last time, and now maybe she won't. You know, that depends. Obviously, they didn't like Hillbilly Elegy enough to nominate it anywhere else. So it's not like they love it. This would be a good chance for them to give the father something, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay. So let's move on to um, to best supporting actor. And who do you guys have for that? Sasha. Yeah. Barry Cohen. <laughs> not <I> you. <laughs> no, but you know what? <laughs> Leslie Odom could win that for one night in Miami. Sure. Somebody has Daniel Kaluuya on the screw list. Uh, uh, Ryan, I do. Um, Ryan and I do. Me, I think, yeah. yeah and we, Mark. We, we, Mark, we you do too, right? And yeah. it's yeah. Jared. I've had Kaluuya in my front spot for Oscar since the trailer in like August, I think it was. So I'm going down with the ship until... So until did you ever... What did you think of the right. movie? I had, I had him in before uh, before I realized that he was really a co-lead. He's really a co-lead in the movie. Yeah, he's a co-lead. That, yeah. He's yeah. so good. He's so... Yeah. He's really good. So, yeah, Mark so and, good. and Clarence, you guys, what did you think of the movie? I know Clarence, it was kind of like it was good, but it didn't quite live up to your expectations. And then, Mark, what did you think of it? I So, hard to say, because I haven't really loved anything this year, um, but I've liked a lot of things. Yeah. And I would say I've liked this one a lot. So, it would be, it'll show up high on my top ten list of the year. Um, it's, it's, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's number five on my top ten list. Yeah. I, and if I didn't like the four movies ahead of it so so very much, it w- I would be able to put it higher. I would almost the, uh, my thing. My number four is Ma Rainey, and it's a toss up between which one of those is number four and which one is number five. That's I I was really impressed by it and really blown away by it in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah I, I look forward to seeing it again. I loved it too. I have to admit, I didn't think I would honestly, but um, mm. 
I had been trashing it behind the scenes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I had heard that people at Warner oh. Brothers had seen it and said it was a mess, and they re-edited it and that they liked it better. Um, but but when I saw, it, I was like, "Wow, this is really good!" Like I and so I was surprised. Um, I had to eat a little bit of crow. So I'd be happy if Daniel Kaluuya wins. I, I think he has a better chance of winning the Oscar than winning the Golden Globe. Probably, but, um, probably. I've never been very good with the Globes. <laughs> me either, honestly, lie. me either. Like, I have no yeah, I was, idea what makes I them have tick. No idea what, and there's only like 76 of them or something, right? Seriously, like, like there's so many people. weird surprises that they've they've thrown our way over the years. Like, for instance, yeah. the year that Birdman won the Oscar, it didn't win the Globe. It didn't because the Wes Anderson movie did. It won. Yeah, Budapest. Um, yeah. So isn't that weird? Like, and then Birdman yeah. went on to sweep the entire season. But like you, you can just never tell what they're gonna do. Um, yeah, who knows? So I, I don't, I definitely don't know. But, um, but I think I have Sasha Baron Cohen. I, I think he has, and I didn't think this at the beginning, but I think he has the best chance of, um, winning for supporting for, uh, Chicago Seven. I think if Chicago yeah. Seven's gonna win Best Picture, it has to at least win screenplay, and it yeah. could win editing, and it could win supporting actor. So that's how I'm seeing it right now. I do yeah. sort of anticipate a backlash if it wins on the Globes. But go ahead. Robert. I'm not questioning it because I know he's I, I recognize that he's really very good in this movie. But the, all of the supporting actors in this movie were good. Yeah. I, don't, I wonder why it is. I guess I'm wondering why why he rose above the rest of them so fast and so permanently that no one else was even mentioned after after he started being talked about for best supporting actor, all of the others yeah. were just like cast aside. They're yeah. all so good. I think it's the comic relief factor, like the Alan Arkin mm. from uh, what right. was it, Driving Miss Daisy or not Driving Miss Daisy? Jesus, Argo. Little Miss Sunshine. Um, <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, sorry, my brain isn't shut up, shut down mode. And don't forget Sunday, Argo, so. fuck yourself. <laughs> Argo, yeah, fuck, Argo yourself. fuck yourself. Um, right? that, that definitely. No, it's true, and. Uh, um, I didn't think he was actually that good in Chicago Seven. I thought that um, my favorite was uh, Frank Langella as the judge. I thought he was the best one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's funny. Everybody has a different favorite. It seems like from that movie. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, um, you know, he is so funny though um, as the judge. Like I think every line he has at the beginning part <laughs> where he he keeps saying his name wrong and everything. That's yeah. so, that's also good. Aaron Sorkin, I have to say, is really good at writing court scenes. Like he's just he's yeah. just a brilliant yeah. writer. You know, he really knows what he's doing. But I thought that you know Eddie Redmayne was good and. Um, he was my favorite. Yeah, he was really good. And, uh, you know, I thought that the guy from Secession, uh, is it Secession? Succession? Succession, yeah. He's uh -huh. really good in it, too. Um, and, you know, they're all really good. I don't yeah. know why Sasha Baron Cohen stands out, but he just he just does, you know. I, I think he has the most prominent, you know, character. Like, we can all name Abby, Abby Huff, Huffman. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can all name mm -hmm. Abby Huffman. There, I don't know that there's too many other more prominent names than that in the film, and yeah. the comic relief. I think the the mix of the two. Yeah, I, I won't be surprised if more than one. If they really love the movie, I think more than one supporting actor is going to get in. Um, it's tough. When we first a lot heard of... about that this was going to be a movie, I I I wanted to do a little homework. I I ordered a book about the Chicago seven and it turned out to be nothing more than just a kind of a little pamphlet sized book 
a pamphlet-sized thing of uh, uh, just a, a court transcript, just excerpts from the court transcript, and it's hilarious on its own. Just the actual court <laughs> transcript was already a great screenplay. Uh, Sorkin yeah. definitely added his touch to it, but it was already just prime material to be made into a movie because they were just so outspoken in court, and the judge was the same <laughs> way. He was just like befuddled by he had never had anyone the judge, in the courtroom like the, that The judge is the best performance in the movie he, he mm -hmm. frank langella is so funny in that part he's so i mean he's sinister but he's hilarious yeah. like he's the great to me he's the greatest so let me just tell you that like the the, the star predictors over at gold derby pete hammond and ann thompson both have leslie odom jr from one night in miami winning that okay so mm -hmm. that's kind of unusual um i think joyce has let's see what joyce has <laughs> joyce i'm stalking you joyce <laughs> Um, she hasn't updated since December. She has. Uh, come on, Joyce. Oh, wait. Let's see. Um, Mark, I tried to get you on there. You saw his answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Joyce has Sasha Baron Cohen winning. Yeah. So she's she's a smart girl. She knows what she's doing. Um, yeah. All right. So I think he's going to win one of those. I don't know which one. I don't think he's going to go home empty-handed. Um, all righty. So best director. Let's get to, down to that. Um, I have Chloe Zhao winning. Um, I mean, looking at Gold Derby to see if anybody else has anything else other than her. Um, One person had Fincher. Yeah, Claudia mm. has Fincher. What did you guys, you know, I'm surprised a lot of people here on Gold Derby have Promising Young Woman. Like, Trial Chicago 7 and Promising Young Woman are competing here. And Ann Thompson mm. has Trial. Clayton Davis has Trial. Let's see what Joyce has. Pete Hammond has Trial. Jazz has trial. <laughs> I, all I care oh, about is shit. what this Joyce has right oh, now. Oh no, Sasha Stone has Promising Young Woman. I never changed it. I, I do too on the That's what I predicted on yeah. the site that today, this oh, morning, I predicted. I have it on yeah. Gold Derby. I, I never, I never went back to change it. So if it wins, mm. I guess I'm kind of covered. People say she <laughs> didn't have that on there. So. Um, yeah. So Joyce has Trials Chicago Seven. So, but Susan Wazina has Promising Young Woman. So there you go. I, I think Promising Young Woman could win there because where else could it win? Actress. Actress, right. Yeah. Director. All right. So how many here have Promising and how many have Trial? I, 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 I have both, but I have Trial on our side. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have Trial. On, on the, everyone has Trial but me. Yeah. You have Promising. I have promising, yeah. I mean, they're both great screenplays. What are you going to do, you know? Mm -hmm. I love um, Promising Young Woman. I just think it's so good and so funny. Um, okay, so we don't have to do foreign film because we're all picking Minari, right? Right. right. Animated yeah. feature, uh -huh. we're all picking uh, Soul. I'm not. Oh, what do you yeah. got? Oh, you got Wolf Walkers. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know. I good, feel like... I feel like Apple wants to win something, and they did not go for uh, Toy Story 4 last year, so they don't rubber stamp Disney. Oh, uh -huh. interesting. And, and, and the um, narrative behind Soul is it's Pixar's first um, inclusive cast, but I don't – clearly the Globes don't care about that. So. <laughs> but they're getting some black voters. They're getting some black voters next year. <laughs> it's going to change things. Oh, Lord, help us. Um, My best friend is black. 
Yeah, my best. Here's my black friend. Look, we have a black voter. See, she is. We went all the way. To... The Glenn's voters might like Soul because it's got Tina Fey. You know, they like they could like Soul just on the basis of Tina Fey. All I can tell you about them is that they don't go for the things people think they're going to go for. Like you're yeah. always surprised with score and everything else. Like they they're they they are very surprising. The Globes more surprising, I think, than any other. Um, voting body. Actually, the the funny thing is, is that um, large consensus votes are easier to, easier to predict than the votes like this that have smaller voters involved. Yeah, um, yeah I can see that. I just I, I just can envision a scenario where Wolf Walkers wins, like uh, Missing Link did last year, and then all of a sudden, like film Twitter starts this narrative that Disney's not going to win an Oscar, <laughs> and Disney's going to win an Oscar, but. You know, there's always going to be that that whole, you know, it's not going to be Soul. It's not going to be Toy Story 4. It's not going to be Brave or whatever else, yeah. you know, it, and it always is. But I just think this is their way of saying it's we're not Disney shills, even though they're Netflix shills. Right. <laughs> they're someone else's work. Well, I think that, that, you know, I honestly think Wolf Walkers is a better movie personally. But um, but I think that uh, it's a beautiful movie. It's incredible, mm. incredible hand-drawn animation. It's just gorgeous, like. Yeah. If there wasn't such a Disney Mafia at the Oscars, it would have a shot of winning. But Disney Mafia is is second largest branch animation behind the actors. Mm. So the, they have a huge a lock on what wins. And if it's not a sequel, they have a really good chance. Their soul is going to win. The thing is about soul is that it's been getting like weird think pieces lately. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. But here and there, little think pieces have been popping up about it, you know. Um, mm. Yes, the, uh, the the blackface controversy. The blackface yeah. controversy that Tina Fey voices a, and so we don't know how that's gonna play out. Um, I it's just it's a good movie, so I don't see how they could um, not award it. And, and they have so many voters in there anyway; they're, it's gonna win. Like, there's no question about it. I don't know if that means it wins the Globe. But it will win the Oscar. Um, so I'm looking at Gold Derby. And uh, okay, so now we're moving on to score. Score is a tough one because both Soul and Mank are, are scored by the same people. So are they going to um, cancel each other out? You know, is something else going to win there? They, they, have an odd, they have an odd history of predicting, weird, or, you know, choosing odd things in the score category, I've noticed. My dark horse here would be James Newton Howard for News of the World. Yeah, oh, I love it. Right, That'd be great. Like, because they they have a good relationship with Universal, and they wanted to win something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and again, I haven't really looked at their charts to see like what's the correlation between you know Best Picture and their nominated categories or um, score. So the nominees are News of the World, Soul, Mank. Tenant and Midnight Sky. Um, I think I have predicted Mank to win that. So I think that if they want to award Mank something, they're going to give it score. If they don't give it anything else. I hope it sweeps. I hope it fucking sweeps. I hope it sweeps so it can <laughs> shut the hell up of tw- film Twitter. It won't, but I wish that it would. <laughs> Glenn Close winning and Mank winning would make my night. But... Um... <laughs> So I'm picking Mank here because I know they obviously liked the movie enough to give it a lot of nominations, so it's got to win something. The score mm-hmm. is great, and Trent Reznor is fantastic, and uh, 
If they're giving Soul animated, then they don't need to give it two awards, so they'll go with Mank. That's my prediction. What about you guys? I chose Mank also. As did I. Yeah, I'm the I, Marshall and I are the two with Soul. You guys um, got Soul. Soul's, and, Soul's the more popular choice over Golden. Yeah. I I don't know really which one would win it. I mean, my favorite of these two, I think, is either or of this these five or either News of the World or I liked Tenant Score a lot um, as well. But um, it's good good group, so good could group. see it going either way. Yeah, Gold Derby. Joyce Ang has Soul up top. Okay. Oh. And- you guys are screwed. <laughs> no, I think she, she's the one. You know, she's she's yeah. got the she's got the whole thing going here. But uh, <laughs> so Soul is definitely the most popular over here at Gold Derby. But uh, but I think Mank okay. is going to win it. It's just my prediction. And then we have uh, Song. Who wants to do that? Like nobody. But yeah, let's we see. actually left it out of ours. It looks like on the site. Oh yeah, we okay. did. Oh, did we? Okay. <laughs> that so what is, do you guys think? Talk about herding cats. Yeah. Like that's Yeah. Uh so all, all people here at Gold Derby seem to think Speak Now from One yeah. Night in Miami might win. And then there's Tigress and Tweed from Billy Holiday, Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice, Trial of Chicago Seven, and uh from The Life Ahead. I'm gonna pick Chicago Seven, even though I didn't predict it on the site, but that would be my choice to win. I like mm. Speak Now from One Night in Miami. And uh, Lin-Man, um, what's his name? Leslie Odom sings that, right? Right. He wrote it. I think he wrote it, yeah. Okay, so that mm. should win. Yeah. God, he's so good in that. His singing is just yeah. incredible. Um, It's either One Night in Miami or The Life Ahead, because Life Ahead has Diane Warren. Ooh, right. Yeah, but right. do they know anything about Diane Warren over at the Globes? Um, I think that they do. She has she has been nominated six times and she won in twenty eleven. Hmm. And she never won an Oscar still, right? Nope. Which is insane. Uh, she's always got this movie that's like never gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> it's so depressing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> all right. So I guess we've just kind of done it all. Like we've done all yeah. the, the Golden Globes, so we're kind of done. So if anybody, you guys can go or we can keep talking or it's up to you. Um, probably, I'll probably call it a night there. I'm, yeah. I've been, Sleepy. I've been such a, <laughs> I'm trying to get energy that's just not there. So I apologize tonight. Oh no, you did great. No, you're fine. Don't worry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry that it's so late. I mean, if there's oh, a better. It's not, it's not that. It's not that late. I don't. I don't know. I, I think this was just a long week, and it just kind of hit me right when we started recording. I'm like, oh. My back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I've been in my this, back. I'm in my office where I work. Uh, Same. Oh, my God. I've been in this room way yeah. too much this week. Oh, shit. Same. I'm sorry, guys. Aww. Oh, no, it's fine. I love I love it. I, I'm glad we got to do another one. Yeah, no, it was nice talking to you. And, uh, and so <clears throat> I'm hoping that we can do, like, maybe a Zoom live for yeah. Oscars. I think that'd be really yeah. fun. I definitely wouldn't do it for the yeah. clubs. But, you know, we might do it. We might not. Who knows? But uh, we'll keep that in mind. And um, thank you guys for talking. I'm going to try to edit this now and get it uploaded so that it's, you know, people can get it by tonight. Should be a pretty easy edit. 
Yeah, so, I, I don't think I'm going to edit anything. Except for the, uh, the Nigeria parts. No, I'll cut yeah. all that out. All the stuff in the beginning, <laughs> even though it's funny. But yeah, I'll, and please, I'll cut it out. please cut out the black member. Yeah, oh, God, much. really? Okay. Right, that too, yeah. Right. We'll do black and, member. And Claudia Puig's daughter's ass. I know, I will definitely cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. Nice talking to you. Good to talk to you too. We'll catch up next time. Okay. Take care, everybody. All right, you too. Good night. Bye bye. Good night.